Blog Talk Radio. Now let's join Holly Steffi and Red Velvet Media as we explore the inspirational worlds of music, media, and more.
That's such a great song. Welcome to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And um, I, he's a really special guest. I have Ron with me today, and he's working on a brand new campaign that is just amazing. And he's not just an accomplished uh, musician; he's also many other things. And he just started a brand new project to do a Beatles jazz tribute to John Lennon because he worked on the Walls and Bridges album. And I have Ron um, with me. And let me bring him into the studio, and we can talk a little bit more about the project. And we'll be giving out websites and stuff like that. For anyone that would like to call in, the number is 347-677-1036. And the chat room is open. I just want to say that because the chat. I'm having problems with the chat room today. I don't know what's going on. But... Um, we are ready to go, so let me bring Ron in real quick, and we're going to talk. Welcome to the show, Ron. Thank you. Thank you, Holly. Always so nice, happy uh, you're here today. Nice yeah, to be with no, you. Um, <laughs> no, I know, I know. Um, you had an exciting day yesterday. It was Angela, um, your wife, who also is a, an accomplished jazz musician herself. Um, it was her birthday. Yes, so that's it was kind of cool. Yeah, you guys had, had a really good time. We had a great time, and uh, and what do you think she did for her birthday? Um, well, we went out for dinner, but of course uh, she was invited up to sing, and uh, and she spent oh, uh, a, a part of the evening singing. We just we had a great time. There's a, a really great uh, little jazz restaurant here, and, and it's a wonderful restaurant. The food is fantastic. It's called Grasso's. And it's in Cold Spring Harbor, and uh, the owners are, are dear friends of ours, and we perform there from time to time. So we decided to uh, to, uh, to to go there for dinner. And Matthew, our son, came with us, and uh, of course we know the musicians there. And uh, and it was it was it was a great time. We had we had a lot of fun. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Well, for anyone that's tuning in that wants to know more about Ron, um, you could go to his website, which is www.ronaprea.com. And um, there's a tremendous bio there on you. And then the really, really fun thing right now that we're working on and that you're working on, and you have 27 days left to go, is the reason why we're doing this show is because we want to get the word out there about the Lennon and Beatles um, jazz tribute album that you're going to do. And if you go to Kickstarter and um, type in Lennon and Beatles a jazz tribute or go to Facebook. Um, it's on there under your website, Ron, R-O-N-A-P-R-E-A. You Correct. can find it there. And mm-hmm. um, I know I dropped a press release on that too yesterday. So this is an amazing um, uh, tribute that you're going to be doing because you did play um, as a... In the horn section on the Walls and Bridges album, when you were working with Elton John and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk a little bit about first of all um, you and your background. So anybody that doesn't know who you are, why don't you let everyone know a little bit more about who Ron is, and then we can go into your projects because I mean you've worked with some amazing people. Um, <laughs> anyone right, well, and anyone. Yeah. Uh, where do I start? Let's see. Well, I'm a jazz saxophone player, uh, uh, flutist, clarinetist, uh, arranger, composer, 
um, and producer. Uh, primarily, mm-hmm. my instrument is the alto saxophone, and uh, and uh, and I and I, I freelanced for for many years, and I've I've done all kinds of things. I've toured with some great bands. Uh, I played with Tito Puente's band, Lionel Hampton's band, and Woody Herman's band, and and quite a few other bands. I spent quite a few years, you know, touring, you know, and and, and traveling around with some some of these wonderful jazz bands, and. Um, I've, I've played with uh, some some of the people who I idolized as as, as a young musician growing up, uh, such as Louis Armstrong and Lionel Hampton. And I, I I found myself on the bandstand playing alongside my my idols. So I've been very fortunate in that way. Um, but in 1974, I got a call from a friend of mine, a trumpet player named Steve Medeo, who was also a jazz trumpet player, but he. Uh, was one of these jazz musicians that kind of crossed over and hooked up with um, a lot of the rock groups, and he toured with the Rolling Stones, for example, and Stevie Wonder. And um, so, so Steve Medeo calls me one day, and uh, and we're chatting as we normally did. Both of us lived on Long Island, and, and we hung hung out together often and played in bands together. So we were basically chatting on the phone, and Steve uh, asked me ca- very casually what I was doing uh, the next day, and I said. Uh, Gee, I don't think I'm doing doing anything tomorrow. I said, uh, "What's going on?" He said, "He said, well, I got a record date, and then and we continued." He says, "Well, he didn't say record date. He said recording." And I'm thinking maybe it's a demo or something that he might be doing because he was so casual about it. And so we continued our conversation. And uh, before we uh, hung up, I said, oh, "By the way, Steve," I said, uh, "Who's the record date with?" He says, "Oh, it's with John Lennon." <laughs> <laughs> So that's how nice. that's how that that thing came about, and I found out it was uh, it was me and four other uh, jazz um, uh, horn players, um, and um, it turned out to be uh, quite an experience. And the whole thing uh, it's a it's a whole story. We spent weeks together, and um, you know, both in the studio and outside the studio. And I got to know John real well, and uh, some amazing things happened. Uh, uh, and I have I have pretty much the the, the 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 bulk of the stories on my website. If anyone is interested, they they can go to my website uh, ronapria.com. There's a there's a John Lennon page. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. I should have but, muted uh, my microphone on that one. <laughs> so so that was the inspiration so for me. That was my yeah. inspiration too. And and I've been wanting to do a uh, a tribute to uh, to John. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 the Beatles. I say John and the Beatles because a lot of his tunes were co-written by by Paul McCartney. Um, uh, some of some of the tunes I'm recording, three of them are are Lennon's, just Lennon's, and uh, several of them are uh, are Lennon and, and McCartney's, and one is a George Harrison tune. But it's it's like 99%, you know, Lennon material. So it's uh, it's a tribute to John, which is something that I feel really strongly about, and. Uh, I, um, I I really enjoyed working with with John. He was a, a super guy to, to be around and a fun guy to be around. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, and it was you know I, I I genuinely liked him and he he was not like the typical producer or 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 contractor or or, or he was very casual and very low key and had a lot of respect for the musicians and treated us really nice and and so I always wanted to do this this tribute and and. Um, um, Recently, uh, I did a, a, a TV show, and, uh, and the host of the TV show, Ginger Broderick, is a big Beatles fan. So I, I arranged a couple of Beatles tunes, uh, John Lennon tunes, I should say, um, uh, and um, and I went up and did the TV show, and 
and she was like really moved and, and these were you know kind of jazz versions of of uh of of John's tunes but I uh but I arranged them so that you know I paid respect to the melody I didn't just you know change his melody or anything like that but I, what I did was I I improvised on on each one of them and uh and when I was done uh I had Ginger in tears you know she was uh, she was so moved and I thought my goodness you know um Maybe I should seriously think about, you know, uh, doing a, a Lennon album now. You know, uh, time. You know, um, you know. Uh, sometimes you keep putting things off, and and you never get to it. But so I decided, and Ginger really encouraged me to uh, uh, to to go ahead and uh, and and do it. So so here I am. I'm in the middle of it. I finished all the music. It's done. It's all arranged. I'm using a string section and 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 a horn section similar to the one we used on Walls and Bridges, and I'm really excited about this uh, album. I can't wait to get started. You should be, you should yeah. be excited about it. It's something really, it's something really cool that you're doing. I mean, it's something from your heart. Not only that, and it's also a lot of things that you're doing that you feel you want to give back. I hear a clicking on the phone. Do you hear a little bit of a clicking? Actually, I don't. No. Oh, maybe it's on my end. Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, I, you know, I, I'm just really glad you're here today because this was really important to me that we talked about this because when you told me um, we did a show not too long ago, we talked about your new music, um, remembering Blicky, and I thought it was really important that we talked about this project and what's really cool on Ron's website, if you do go to his website, at the top next to the photos and the audio there's a whole section on John Lennon where you can see pictures and all sorts of really, it's just all sorts of really cool write up and at the bottom you and Angela and May Pang I see um, Mm -hmm. on there and I know you were just at May's for uh, her barbecue so that was kind of a cool thing yeah, well, May has a barbecue uh, uh, twice a year, um, and uh, and uh, we, you know, uh, the funny thing is, uh, well, May was uh, up at Record Plant uh, for mm-hmm. all the sessions that we did for Walls and Bridges. So, so we go back a long way. That was forty years ago, um, and uh, and then I hadn't seen May for decades. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we all go in our own directions. And, and a couple a couple of years ago, I was invited. Uh, to a, a concert it was called uh, um, Return to Bangladesh. It, it, it had to do with, uh, it was a tribute to uh, oh, nice. George Harrison's uh, Bangladesh concert that he did with the Beatles. So I was invited uh, to represent the Walls and Bridges album, and uh, uh, which I did, and I was at B.B. King's. And, uh, and what they, they surprised me, and they seated me at the same table. I had gotten there early for the rehearsal, and I... Uh, Angela and I and my son Matthew were, were, were sitting down at this table that they assigned us to, and uh, and there were three other empty chairs. And I'm thinking, you know, this may not be comfortable sitting, you know, sitting with people we don't know. But uh, in comes May Pang, and they arranged it so that she would be sitting at the same table with us. And there was a great reunion. I hadn't seen her in in thirty some odd years, so it was very cool. And and like no time had elapsed, we sat there and chatted and had such a great time. And she came up. Uh, and uh, onto the stage and um, and introduced me and talked about the Walls and Bridges album. It was, it was such an exciting night, and uh, so May and I have been very close. And as I found out recently, we we our birthdays are on the same day, so we celebrate our birthdays together, as well oh, as barbecue. Oh, how cool! 
So it's kind of cool. And she is so sweet. What a what a what a tremendous gal she is. Uh-huh. I, I just love being around her. She's just um, she's just so so easy to you know be around. You know. Uh, and uh, she has these great barbecues, jam sessions, and musicians and come I'm with sure their instruments. And I'm sure she has great stories. I've seen some of her recent um, pictures and images that she's posted of her and John mm-hmm. when um, they were working together and together as a couple. So I think that's really important that um, you have that connection because I'm sure she's really excited. Did you tell her that you're going to do this project? Oh, yeah. In fact, um I called her a couple of weeks ago. She she hadn't known until then. By the way, I just want to backtrack for one second. Yeah. Um, the other thing that inspired me was you. Um, uh-huh. When you were interviewing me for 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 my Blakey album, you know, uh-huh. quite, however, however many months ago that was, and we started talking about um, John Lennon and and, uh, and my affiliation with him, and I found out you were a big Beatles fan, and and um, very, and you mm-hmm. you were kind of kicking me in the pants a little bit too, so. So it was a combination of uh, of, of different things, but um, it was a reconfirmation. It was reconfirming all, what you knew all along, but you just needed a catalyst, maybe a push. That was a catalyst a push. for you, yeah. Well, yeah, what, no, whatever but, it was. Well, this is a really exciting project that you're doing, and for anyone that wants to be in on this project, I really, really think it's really important that you go to the Kickstarter page. I'm going to um, put that link into um, the chat room, too, and I want to let everyone know that's listening to in on the chat room that if you tuned in late, the show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on demand on Red Velvet Media. And I wanted to say also that um, the Kickstarter page and also um, you are on... Uh, Facebook and um, mm-hmm. the Kickstarter page itself is Lennon and the Beatles, a jazz tribute. You go to kickstarter.com, type in Ron's name, R-O-N-A-P-R-E-A, and you can find it under um, Lennon and Beatles jazz tribute. But I can give it out to everyone, too, as well. Um, there, It's really cool. If you if you become one of the people that support this uh um, really amazing project. Um, you'll be getting some things, which is really cool because you know on Kickstarter it's got a little intro with um, a video, and you can watch that, and it's kind of cool. And then you can select your different pledge. You can pledge anywhere from two dollars all the way up to seven thousand or more. And you've gotten some really amazing. Um, I mean, even $2, I mean, or even $100 or $50 or $25 or whatever you want to donate, it's really worth it because uh, this is going to be used to help with the production of this album. I'm going to sneeze. Um, I thought I was going to sneeze, but I didn't. I didn't. And I'm sorry, everyone. I've been getting over a, a continuation of a flu for 30 days. It will not go away, but um, I'm here. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so Ron's really passionate about his music, and the piece that we opened up with is a piece that you wrote called Goodbye. Tell us a little bit about that piece. That's a really pretty piece. Well, um, that's a song um, that I I always loved, written by Gordon Jenkins, actually. I did the arrangement, Mm -hmm. and... um, uh, it was uh, it was recorded for a, 
uh, a very close friend of mine who who, who had passed away, uh, Frank Foster, who who is uh, a jazz a jazz legend and and very close and and dear friend, my mentor for many years as well as mm-hmm. my best friend, and um, and he passed away, and I and I I wrote that arrangement uh, uh, for Frank, and that was my. Uh, that was my um i i i was uh, they had a um um they had a, a memorial service for him in, in new york of course i went to his wake uh in um in virginia beach uh but for the memorial service um i i couldn't be there and i i felt kind of bad about that so that was my um that was my uh, goodbye to my buddy that's really a beautiful song there's a lot of emotion in that song Mm-hmm. And um, I can see, I mean, you've played with pretty much everyone and anyone you could think of, and it's it's pretty exciting, all the different work that you've done. And I think that this new album, what's, you know what's really cool? I noticed briefly, because my, my sense of being able to tune certain things out, and I always hear the music, during that video introduction on um, Kickstarter, mm-hmm. where you're talking about your campaign, there's a little bit of jazz um, saxophone of a Beatles song that you're playing in the background. Yeah, that was that was me. I thought I heard it. I thought <laughs> I, I thought it would uh, just kind of make make it a little more interesting. We tried to, you know, was, I mean, a really low low budget video. Um, it was done right here in in, in our home with um, a little yeah. camcorder, and um, and then Angela, of course, um, is got got familiar with editing things she was learning as we were going and so she edited it down and and we both felt like um gee a little a little music um you know and i could have put uh, a recording and or, or different things or, or or some beatles you know recordings behind it and i thought you know uh, maybe, maybe something just simple just just saxophone so i sat here and i and i and i mm-hmm. played uh, little pieces of some of the arrangements that that I I wrote for this and um mm-hmm. and then Angela kind of pulled out the pieces that that she liked and 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 and, and put a little bit in the in the beginning and then a little well, bit again. Well, she did a good job. She, she did, did an amazing job and She did a good job. And I I what's think really, it is. It's she did a great job on it. And what's really important people need to know, the album is going to include 12 songs. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <laughs> most of which are John Lennon or Lennon-McCartney collaborations, and then a special song by George Harrison. Um, and then you're going to be writing uh, all the musical arrangements, and in order to be able to get to your budget, you need, um, uh, you know, you need a budget for your rhythm section, your full string, alto, ta- alto, alto, tax, alto sax and flute. You're going to be doing amazing stuff on this, so it's going to be really, really fun. And I think that anyone that really wants to get involved in this, it's something that would be really special. Um, yeah, very, very want, special project. I, I just wanted to also uh, add that uh, we, I estimate, you know, and I'm, uh, I'm never really, you know. Uh, accurate with this but i'm i'm estimating that a project like this would run us somewhere between 7500 and probably 10 grand and um and with kickstarter if uh, if you if you don't if if you don't go are you there i think i lost you 
So we, so we we put our bottom. Oh, no, there you are. Oh, okay. Hello. You went quiet for a second. There you are. Oh, okay. No, what I was what I was going to say with Kickstarter, um, you know, we 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 set our our goal a little bit low so that we wouldn't get because um, it's a, a an all or nothing kind of a deal, you know. So we went low with five thousand dollars, but we're we're kind of hoping uh, uh, in the budget for this, we think we should be around somewhere around seventy five hundred. Um, seventy five hundred bucks. So uh, we're we're hoping, uh, and, and actually we're off to a pretty good start, you know. So uh, uh, maybe um, you know maybe we'll have a real budget for this project, and that'll be fun because there's some some key people that I want to bring in. For example, I would love uh, uh, Steve Medeo to be part of this. He was part of the original album with Walls and Bridges, and he lives in Palm Springs, out out near where you are. And uh, I'd like to. I would love to fly him back and uh, and uh, and have him on this album with me. So, so there are things that are gonna that are gonna be you know it's gonna run into some some money. So uh, so I decided I would try to kickstart a thing. Hopefully get 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 a little bit of a budget to work with so that we can bring the right people in and do it right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So, and I and who are the people that you're gonna have work on this project with you? Excuse me. Who are the other people? Who's oh, going to be oh. working with you? <clears throat> oh well, uh, I have a, a rhythm section that I've been working with, um, you know, for for years. They do a lot of this, a lot of my uh, productions here, and Cecilia Coleman will be on piano, same pianist that I used on the Blakey album. In fact, the same rhythm section that's on the Blakey album. Tim Givens on bass, Vince Cherico on drums, and uh, and I'm going to be bringing in some. Some stars, uh, international stars, I can't I can't talk about yet because we don't know if the budget's going to allow it. But um, you know, all I can all I can say is that if uh, if uh, if it goes the way I plan, uh, there'll be there'll be some um, you know uh, prominent people on, on the album. Nice. Yeah. It'd be nice if you could get um, George's son to maybe um, be part of this, or one of the boys from. Uh, one of the Lennon boys would be great, Julian or Sean. You know, it's a funny thing. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Angela, um, you know, we had to go through the, the copyrights and, and make sure that we were on, on solid footing and, you know, legally um, recording the tunes. And, uh, and there were um, there's a process, and it's a standard process that you have to go through, but there, there were a few of the tunes that, Weren't uh, uh, with Harry Fox. Harry Fox is the agency that handles like 99% of people's uh-huh. songs. So, but there are a few tunes that weren't with Harry Fox, and, and they suggested that we call uh, the a private publisher who was handling it. So Angela calls, and she's on the phone with this really nice uh, young man, and he's talking to her for 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 maybe a half hour or so, and. And she didn't realize until after she hung up, she was talking with Julian Lennon. <laughs> oh, Julian is so sweet. He is yeah, a sweet guy. Yeah, no, wow. It was, it was, it was, it was kind of, kind of cool. She says, "How yeah, did she, she says, find out? How did she well, find out she was talking to Jules?" Because when, when she hung up, she said, uh, "She says it was a nice young, a nice young man. His name was Julian." And then she looked at me, and I looked at her. I said, "That's that's Lennon's son." Oh, that's you know, great! So he's handling his father's. He's probably handling his father's publishing company. You know, probably and, uh, that would be that would be really nice that it, yeah. if he is doing that because I know that he tries to integrate a lot with a lot of the different things that he's doing with his dad. That would be really cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
So, uh, and, so um, that, that was kind of kind of kind of interesting. Yeah. It kind of even brings us all a little bit closer. You know, it's kind of kind of weird because he he wasn't even born when we did the Walls and Bridges album. You know, before right. you know, he was born. But uh, I, I've never met him, and um, but Angela has over the phone. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, and so absolutely you can go to May and I'm sure May will help you too. Um I know that I know that doing an album like this is something that it's it's like a dream. Um for you I'm sure. Have you decided on the tracks that you um can you give us a few tracks that you might be doing? Sure. Name um them? Yeah, well tune that John wrote uh, that I always liked. I just liked the melody and 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 I liked the chord progression. And the, it's a tune called "War Is Over," or you know, uh, it's actually he wrote, he probably wrote it around the Christmas season. And uh, uh, it's it's entitled uh, "Happy Christmas." But oh, that one, yeah. It's subtitled uh-huh. "War Is Over." So we're doing that. Uh, and uh, let's see, what, what are some of the other ones? Uh, Here, there, and everywhere. There's another one uh, we're doing. Um, hey Jude, uh, oh, you're whatever, gets you, whatever gets you through tonight, which is Lennon's only uh, Grammy, by the way. Uh, believe it or not, I he didn't only know has that. one Grammy. Yeah, and because uh, I asked May when I called, oh, that's what we were talking about before, and we kind of, I kind of sidetracked us, but uh, I had called May a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. You, you asked me if she, if she knows, and she didn't know up until a couple of weeks ago. But I, I gave her a call and I said, May, I said. What's your favorite Lennon tune? And um, and she starts telling me uh, a couple of tunes, and um, one of them was "Whatever Gets You Through Tonight." She says because that's that's the album that I'm on, and she says that's the only song he ever he ever got a Grammy for. I said, but I, I got to do that one. So that's on that's on the album. Uh, but um, but I told May at that time that I was I was doing the album, and, and she was. Kind of really excited about it, you know. She's, um, in fact, when I was up at a barbecue, uh, I said, "You're gonna, you're gonna do some liner notes for me, right?" And she kind of smiled, and you know, I, I want to get her to, to write, you know, something, you know, on the liner notes. I don't expect her to do the whole liner notes, but she might want to put a little, a sentence or a paragraph in there for me, you know. That would be cool if she did some liner notes um, for you. Yeah. Um. Wow. That's that's quite that's quite amazing. Um, I know that we, I personally have interviewed a lot of people that played with John and that were at the record factory um, the night that um, he had some issues and um, have done a lot of different shows on people that have known him over the years and the different things that he's produced and gone through. And I know there's a lot of new music coming out, too, Um that a lot of people haven't heard a lot of new Beatles music. Uh, mm. Yeah, and this it's is, pretty well, interesting. This is their 50th year, you know, it's a big year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, their arrival here, I guess on the Ed Sullivan Show, was the, was 50 years ago. And so um, this is, um, I mean, there's Beatles all over. You know, a funny thing, when I thought about doing this, I didn't even know any of this. I just, I, I just figured it was time, you know, based on some of the things that we had talked about earlier. Uh, and then Angela says, you know, she says, this might be a, a good time to do it. She says, this is a, the, the 50th anniversary of the Beatles coming here. Mm-hmm. So it's all, it's all kind of like lining up, you know, and um, I'm, I'm uh, 
I'm just, you know, just the, the vibes feel right. Everything feels good, you know, and, and um, the music came together, you know, really, really fast for me. I'm excited. I, I, I cannot. I had a rehearsal, by the way, with the string section already last week, and uh, I was totally knocked out. I'm, I'm just dying to get into the studio and, and start recording these mm-hmm. things, you know. So uh, that's uh, that's kind of, you know, bring, brings us up to date a little bit, I guess. And um, Norwegian Wood is another tune we're doing. And uh, they did a tune called Blackbird, which I, I wrestled with for a while because I wasn't familiar with that tune. But I, 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 I was kind of, I, I, I kind of really uh, uh, got, I heard it a few times and a few people said, you got you to gotta check out Blackbird. And I did, and I'm thinking, well, it's a complicated song. Um, and uh, I wasn't familiar with it, so I lived with it for about a month and practiced it and, and, and played it on the piano and listened to different versions of it and got comfortable with it and finally put an arrangement together that I, I just absolutely love. I think it's going to be one of the highlights of this album. You know, That's great. Yeah. Where are you going to record at? Are in your studio there? Yeah, I have my own studio, and I'm planning on doing it here unless... Um, Unless we get totally lucky and 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 Kickstarter really kickstarts, you know, then um, uh, I I may uh, take it to one of them. And not that you know my studio is uh, sound wise is inferior to any any other studio. It's just a smaller studio, and it would be kind of nice to not have to worry about um, uh, the technical aspects of 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 recording sessions. Just focus on the music, have an engineer there, and, and and taking care of all, all those things, you know, like the, the levels and the, and the balance and this and that, and all the things that go into uh, to putting the tracks down cleanly, and so I can kind of not have to worry about that uh, and just just focus 100% on, on on the musical aspects of what we're doing. So if if again, it would depend on, uh, on how this campaign goes. Yeah, but if you know the my. You know, my plan right now is to, is to be doing it in my own studio. I've, I've produced mm-hmm. probably a dozen or so albums here, and uh, I'm 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 pleased with. And you know, I've been upgrading every time I do a project. I get another piece of equipment, and the studio sounds pretty good. Uh, it's so always pl- nice to do a project when you're at home and you're in your own studio and stuff like that. I think I think it's really it it's it it also helps you have more time to be creative because you're not so worried about having to be out studio time and how much time you have left and stuff like that, you know what I mean? That, exactly right. That'll be, yeah, and I mean, I know me personally, because I had a studio at my house in Southern California, and um, I know it was always great because whenever I couldn't find anyone, I'd walk out to the studio and there they were playing you know, and mm-hmm. or putting down some tracks or whatever, and uh, and it kind of came a place where I liked to go to because it was always really quiet when no one was in there to read books and chill the chill out. Um, yeah. It's nice to have it's nice to have your own space, you know, and uh, be able to be able to create. Um, I am really impressed with this whole thing with with this Kickstarter campaign. And if we could get some people to go to Kickstarter today, um, and there's some really good incentives, too. Um, you're going to be giving away a few things, um, 
invitations, um, concerts, mm-hmm. um, photos, um, uh, just all kinds of really cool, cool little goodies. Well, I you, have you one make... of those little goodies already, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You sent me. And no one is going to have my little goodie. I've had so many people go, oh, my God, really? I said, yeah. (laughs) I said, Ron sent this to me. I said I still have something to send to him. I've been been so so busy with projects. And then also, this flu kicked my ass. I'm going to tell you. It's just like, whoa, you know. I'm trying to still catch my breath. But tell us about the little goodies and stuff that you're planning on giving away with this. I will, but I'm, I'm going I'm to back up just for a second. And, yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, that last interview that we did, I know you had yeah. uh, asked me uh, if I can print you out a copy of, of, yeah. of Lennon's face, the, the one he stuck his face into the, the photostat uh-huh. machine. And um, and so I thought, you know, I, I just, i got to tell you, I really... I really enjoyed, you know, talking with you. It, it was just, yeah. and I, I feel like I, when we got off the phone, I, I, I felt like I, I had known you my entire life. So I said, I got to, I got to, I, I got I to gotta get Holly uh, a copy. So I went down, down to my studio, and I, and I, and I, and I tried to print it out, and the Don ink cartridge was empty. And I remember emailing you and telling you, yeah, you um, told me that. that that I had problems printing. And yeah. I said, I, I bet you she thinks I'm full of baloney or something. No, <laughs> you know? no. So, so Angela, Angela, uh, 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 the following day went down and, and, and got the ink cartridge, and and and, um, and you know we had, I had to print the working again, and uh, and I printed it out, and I'm thinking, let me, I'm just going to send it to Holly because I, I have a feeling she thinks she's not getting this thing, so I I I no. I, I, I autographed it for you, and uh, I love it, and sent it out, and uh, I I had a I. I Anyway, my gut feeling was like she was gonna. I I, want, I didn't want to tell you it was coming. I wanted to totally surprise you. It was just. So, so. It was. I called you. I told you, I had had a day from hell, and that there I got. I went to my post box and I opened it and I was like, no way. <laughs> Remember, and I even called you. I think that right then and there when I opened it and I said, you made my day because I had had one of those days where nothing was going right. And I open up and I get this wonderful little package and it's very nicely packed with paper over it. And it's uh, John Lennon's face on a copy machine. And for anyone that wants to know the story behind that, Ron, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about that, even though it's on your website? Okay. Talk about uh, it. During during the during the the the, um, the recording uh, of uh-huh. Walls and Bridges, um, John. Um, he had he had lead sheets. He really didn't have arrangements, but he had lead sheets. And so I would take his lead sheets and I would go into one of the other rooms and and photostat them for me and and and, and the other guys, so that we would have an idea of what the heck we were doing, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of like a guide. So um, so as I'm in there photostatting his lead sheets, John comes walking in, and um, and just comes walking over the machine, pulls the music out <laughs> off the off the to that table there and sticks his face in and hits the button. And I'm thinking, is this guy crazy? I mean, the uh, you know how bright those lights are. I mean, yeah. He blind. He didn't seem to worry about it. He didn't, you know, he had no fear. But anyway, these two blinding lights later, these two photostats come sliding out. And um, and he hands he hands one to me and, and one to Steve. And um, 
and and said something to the effect of hang on to this someday it's going to be worth a lot of money or something like that and so we were in the middle of in the middle of trying to do the album and uh, you know uh, i don't think steve i know certainly i uh, i wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention other than the fact that i thought the poor guy was going to go blind um so i stuck it in my case and uh, and and probably a day or two later uh, it's been a lot of years now but it was it was definitely um uh, a day or two after after the session uh that i realized what a what a nice gift this was he gave me you know and um so I, I I took the photostat and I put it into a frame and it's been hanging on my wall for, for all these years, you know. Um, yeah, so we're gonna it's we're gonna take awesome. we're gonna awesome take picture. that. And and what happened was uh, when when you asked for a copy, that's the first uh-huh. copy, by the way. You have the very first one. And, uh, oh wow! Uh, and so Angela was so pleased with the way that worked out. She thought, wouldn't it be nice to put this on, put that picture on T-shirts? And maybe um, give it to people that are that are making donations. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one of the gifts we have. Of course, uh, there are, there are a lot of other gifts where where uh, well, actually there are two pictures. There's that picture and there's the one of John, myself, and Steve Medeo that May Pang. Uh huh. And we're gonna we're gonna have a, a t-shirt, a, a choice of t-shirts. One, you know, one with uh, Lennon's face or one with uh, the three of us. Um, and then we're gonna have things like tote bags with. With the photostat on it, uh, um, uh, Angela came up with this wow. idea for for a cell phone cuff case. <laughs> We're giving away cell phone cases with uh, with Lennon's with Lennon's face on it. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, great. And um, and and for the and for the big donors, uh, they get a live performance <laughs> at a venue of their choice. You know, if they wanna if they wanna you know um, put in you know. I, I think the maximum That's is like seventy five hundred dollars. So, um, so it's for anywhere from two dollars to seventy five hundred bucks, you know. And there's a lot of steps in between. Um, yeah. Uh, with the, with various gifts, I guess the best thing to do is to go right to Kickstarter, and uh, and and see. I'm not off the top of my head; those are the ones. But there is probably one or two that I'm missing, you know. But the picture is one, you know, a, a, a framed picture, autographed by me, and of course the CD will be autographed by me. Um, and and stuff like that. There's a lot of a lot of different things. Uh, you know, there's two dollars, there's five dollars, there's twenty dollars, and there's you know all all steps in between. So uh, we would That's we would awesome. appreciate it. And, uh, and uh, I think Kickstarter is amazing for so many people. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is going again. For so many people that have tried to start projects and wanted to start projects, and this is just such a great way. Um. To do this, I absolutely, mean, it's it's phenomenally. Um, it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known a lot of people that have done books and stuff like that. Um, well, you know what? Like the record it. the record business is is so dead right now. I mean, uh, the record companies are 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 really struggling. Um, many of them are out of business, and. Um, there's a few major labels that are that are that are probably doing okay, um, but the business has changed a lot. Years ago, um, you know, when the when, when the business was doing well, uh, and and, uh, and 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 they were selling records or CDs or whatever, um, you know, things that, um, <clears throat> they would uh, you would submit a, a cassette tape, a demo. Remember those days when you submitted a demo? And, oh my uh, gosh, and, yes. And if the record company liked your demo, this this happened 
Mariah Carey. That's how Mariah Carey signed with Sony. She went to a, a, a party, from what I hear, that's what I'm told, and she brought a cassette tape and, um, and got it into the hands of Tommy Mottola. Yeah, she and, did. Uh, and, uh, and that's how it worked in them days. You know, you, you had to get lucky and, and get your tape in, into the hands of, of somebody with one of the big labels, and if they liked it, they would pay for the session and they would pay for all the promotion and everything. I mean, that was it. They, you signed with them and they took care of everything. Um, okay. It's not like that anymore. Uh, today, you have to uh, you have to do it uh, with your own money. You have to produce the thing yourself, and, and uh, you know, find the studio and get the material and the musicians, and 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 lay out all the money for the production costs, and then uh, and then shop it to a, a record label and hope that uh, somebody picks it up. Um, but I'm not even going that route. I'm just uh, I'm going to put it out on on my own label. So um, uh, that's. You know that that's that's my plan at, at this time. So, so so naturally we have all all the expenses now. So it's a different it's a different game these days. And uh, and so Kickstarter is perfect for uh, for the times. You know it's, it's what it's what uh, people like me need. You know we we need a hand with with the production costs, and and Kickstarter is a great way. And basically people uh, are pre pre-ordering their CD like they'll, they'll, for twenty bucks. Uh, they they'll they'll get you know the CD as soon as, as soon as the album is done, so they're buying it in advance is, is what it comes out to you know and, uh, mm-hmm. and it helps you it helps you get the you know handle that big nut. Oh, Ron, I want to apologize. I'm looking at my Facebook messages. I didn't get back to you. I was tied up till right before we started our show. I'm so sorry. I had sent that to you last night. Um, did you get that from me? Obviously, you got what? the studio number. That's good. That's good. That you got mm-hmm. the studio yeah. number. I apologize. I um, I, I didn't. I hadn't read my messages on Facebook for a while, and I just saw. I just saw your message there. I apologize about that. Oh well, that's I'm funny. So glad I you thought, got through. I, I thought your email to me was responding to that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So you should have said You're so funny. <laughs> no, I actually, I I went on there and I was like, no, this is the number. Call this number because I know that I got all the information that I needed last night. That was so cool. But you guys are so funny. You and Angela. Angela is um, just such a cool person. Um, and, you know, the work that you've done with her, too, um, tell tell our listeners a little bit about what Angela does. She's she's a pretty amazing person herself. Okay, well, Angela uh, is one of the world's great jazz singers, and um, she's yet to be discovered. But uh, we're we're not, you know, we're not too far away from that either. I, I think when this project's done, uh, not I think. I mean, that's 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 the next thing I have to do. But Angela has three albums out already, by the way, and. Uh, um, she did really. Uh, she, her second album was a thing called "Swinging with Legends," and um, we used a big band. I have uh, I have a sixteen-piece band, which I still perform with, by the way, and we still perform with. Um, and um, we did that album. But the legends on that album were Lionel Hampton, Frank Foster, and Lou Tobacken with my with my big band. So um, I, I think 
had had that been with a major label, she she'd have probably collected a pile of, of Grammys for that thing because it it was such an incredible album. But we uh, we put it out on our own label, um, and uh, that was like twenty tw- almost twenty years ago, and um, the internet was kind of a new thing, so it was really hard to get to get the music out there, and so it never mm-hmm. really never really got the attention that it should have gotten. Um, but uh, things have changed, and, uh, and 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 with the internet now, you know, you can really get your music out there. There are all kinds of vehicles for doing it, doing it with. And uh, so we're ready to, we're ready for uh, another one for Angela when uh, when this project is done. Probably uh, six months to to eight months from now, we'll we'll be talking about uh, Angela's new album. Um, I hope so. She's got an amazing voice, and she's so nice. You two are such a such a great couple. Um, and then your son plays, um, one of your sons plays classical um, violin, and the other one plays, uh, um, <laughs> holy tennis, face out saxophone. I'll help you. Tennis saxophone, yeah. yeah. My, my youngest boy, Matthew, uh, plays, he's a violinist, and uh, he graduated uh, from uh, uh, Eastman School of Music last year, and is is an amazing violinist. In fact, uh, you're going to hear him um, playing some solos on this on this uh, Lennon album. I'm featuring him on on some of the things because he's he's ready to be to be heard. Uh, he's he's been doing well actually. He's been busy and uh, uh, he's done a couple of movie scores and you know he's 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 been in the recording studio with various other projects and he's recorded some projects with me you know in the past but um his playing is on such a high level um that I'm really excited about showcasing him on a couple of the tunes on this next album but that's Matthew and then I have another son who lives in Texas uh, Ronnie Jr and he's a, a tenor saxophone player um and so um you know there's, there's a lot of music in his family <laughs> My wife sings, and I have two sons that are musicians. So, um, you know, it's music, music, music around here. I know. I mean, that's like the way to live, though. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can't. I, I would. I'm going to tell you, I would be totally lost in a world without music. I just music has to be there. Music has to be there, and. There either has to be music playing in the background or iTunes or a radio or stereo or whatever. There has to be something playing. And, you know, it's really important because, for me, it helps me process things better um, in my mind. I just I just am boggled at how this is going to sound. This is going to be really beautiful because... Um, I know that there's a lot of you put a lot of emotion into your music, and I know that it's all or nothing with everything that you do um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> with your projects and stuff. So I I'm gonna let everyone know here. Really, you have to go to this Kickstarter page, be a part of this project. Um, you'll be a little part of history here. Because I don't think anyone else has done a jazz album um, on John Lennon's music. No, I, I know there there are some jazz albums, um, you know, uh, on Beatles Beatles tunes. Uh-huh. Not many, but there, there are there are you know some. Um, but uh, I'm not sure that uh, there's been a, a jazz tribute to uh, to John no. Lennon. Um, no. So uh, this this may be 
this may be the first or one of the first, and uh, um, whatever you know, it's 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 definitely going to be one, uh, something that uh, that he you know when I was writing and arranging this music, and, uh-huh. and I can hear it back because I I, I now <laughs> write on Sibelius, you know, Sibelius is a music program where you can actually hear the arrangements back and, and give you a good idea, and and I listen to these things back, and I'm thinking, you know, John would love would love this stuff, you know, and uh, I'm I'm thinking about about what he would like as I'm writing the music, you know, and I'm not compromising, um, you know, uh, the, the, the um, as a jazz album. It's going to hold up as a as a solid jazz album, and 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 I think it's the kind of jazz album that that John would would have loved. Mhm. That's the important thing, and you have a little input from people that are around you that know him too. So that's the important thing, <clears throat> you know, that you yeah. have that. Um, when do you think, do you think it might be done by the end of the year? I'm hoping, um, I'm, I'm hoping so. Um, uh, it's hard to project, you know, because you never know what kind of problems you're going to run into. Sometimes these things go really smooth and quick, and sometimes they, they, they get dragged out forever. I worked on a project that I thought was going to be a very simple project last year, and, uh, and it dragged out for nine months and almost drove me crazy. It wasn't my project, it was a um, you know, a client, you know, who was recording in my studio, and I was kind of helping with the production, and it was one problem after another. So it's hard, it's hard to tell. But I'm, I'm planning, um, you know, ahead, and this is this is my project. I'm not, I'm not relying on other people or worrying about other people's mistakes. So uh, uh, I think it's, I'm hoping that it's going to go smoothly, and uh, I might be done uh, in a month from now. You know, with uh, with all the actual That's recording, awesome. yeah. That's awesome. Well, for anyone that tuned in late today, the show can be heard on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio afterwards on demand. And make sure to check out Ron's website on Facebook and also ronaprea.com. And also the Kickstarter campaign is right there as well. And I've posted a lot of links on my website and also on Red Velvet Media on Facebook as well, so you can check out the Kickstarter campaign. It's uh, I'm gonna actually I'm copying it right now and I'm actually putting it on my public page for Red Velvet Media so people can actually go there because my profile is private unless you are creative and know how to get to me. <laughs> and I have to say that in a laugh because. It's funny, people don't realize that people that um, are admins of pages, they are, their profile pictures there. You can click on that and you can, uh, you can find people. <laughs> you, can, you can. And um, that's how I found how a lot of people have found me and been able to, um, re, you know, request for a friendship or whatever. So it's kind of cool. So I think I think it's really important that we take a look at this. I'm putting the link up right now on the public page so that everybody can look at it and that way they can go to it because I know a lot of times it's really hard. And plus, um, you can look at press if you put in Ron's name and then Beatles. I'm sure it'll come up under the press release that have been put out there too as well. So I want to thank you, Ron, for being here today because this is really important that we get the word out there. And we're going to be doing a follow-up on this show too as well. Um, 
I'd like to follow up as we get closer, maybe um, in a month or so, like, you know, to see where you're at with everything. And I'd love to have Angela back on the show, too. Well, that sounds that sounds great. Sure, we'd love to. You both are and, wonderful uh, people. Yeah. Oh, I just, yeah. I, you know, and before I hop off here, I just want to uh, thank you. Oh uh, no, it's, uh, you just it's you, cool. you, you've been it's you've been wonderful with this, and I I got to tell you, I I I, re- I appreciate you, uh, you know, spending this time with me and, and giving me a hand, and it means a lot. I want to do it because I believe in this, and I believe in you and your friend, and you have such a pure heart with all this. I think your intention, the intention behind a project is what I look at. When somebody's getting ready to do something, I look at the intention behind it and what they're really what they're really looking to do. And I see this project as an emotional outlet, um, also a way to get the music out there in a in a in a form of jazz for people to understand more and also I think it's really important for you because of your connection with John so much I think this is a great tribute Ron I I can't say anything more about that I think it's it's a really amazing project and and um I think that everyone should take a look at it and see if you want to come in you can, like I said, the smallest donation you can make is two dollars, and every dollar counts, as we know. So definitely check it out. And we're ending today with a song that you wrote. Um, tell us a little bit about that song, um, the Cherokee song. Oh, Cherokee. Uh, yeah, Ray Noble is the composer, and uh, it's a it's a tune that I always enjoyed. Um, improvising on. I love I love the, the chord progression, um, and uh, it features Joe Magnarelli uh, on trumpet. Joe mm-hmm. actually plays a, a wonderful trumpet solo on this, um, and it's a it's one of those tunes that uh, uh, it's it's a challenge uh, to play. It's 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 not you know it's not uh, well the chord progression. The melody is kind of simple, but the chord progression is a little bit difficult, especially on the bridge. So uh, uh yeah, it's really intricate uh, and it's got a lot of really cool cool um different areas in the song. I mean it goes from one direction to the next and it's really pretty. Um, it's one of my one of my favorite ones. Charlie Parker um uh, uh-huh. from what I uh what I've been reading uh that was one of his favorite tunes. It just happens to be one of mine as well and it's um it's the kind of tune that uh, when you re- when you're really feeling good about your playing that it's time to tackle Cherokee. So, so, so that was the that was the purpose of putting it on the album. It's like, okay, I I can I can do this, and I want you to hear it, you know. So uh, that was that's the purpose. And and um, as I, I think the highlight of that particular cut that you're going to play is is the trumpet solo. So uh, uh, for the, for the listening audience, check out Joe Magnarelli on this one. Actually, Joe was uh, um, uh, he he had a Grammy entry for his solo on Cherokee, by the way. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and uh, that was Joe's. Cool. That was Joe's first Grammy entry, and he was happy about it, and he deserved it because it's a great solo. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. There's yeah. always something behind the music, and I'm really excited to see this new jazz um, Beatles album because you know, what would be really cool is maybe once the music comes out, you can do some videos to it and maybe make a DVD out of it. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I got, you know what, you know I haven't what I mean? thought about put that images, yet. Put some yeah. images to the music. Like, yeah. kind of like what Julian did with um, his wall, with, with his stuff that he just did. Um, I think it would be really cool. I would like to see that because the music, the music itself flows and talks, and I think it would be really pretty. So, all right. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely keep that in mind. Um, yeah, and right. I will be getting in touch with you, and um, make sure Angela knows. I want to get her on the show too, as well. And for everyone that knows, this is um, Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And again, if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available on iTunes and also on demand on Red Velvet Media. And today's guest has been Ron Apria. And um, you can also check out the Kickstarter page for the John Lennon Tribute um, album, Jazz Tribute album. And if you have any questions, um, what would be the best way for anyone to reach you, Ron? Uh, best way for anyone is, I guess, my website ronapria.com uh-huh. or or um, rapria at live.com is my email. Okay. All right. And we're going to end right. with this song, Cherokee. And for everyone listening, I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. Don't drink and drive and have, um, you know, a nice weekend. And we're going to be back on the air next week, Wednesday and Friday. And those shows will be going up shortly i've been putting up shows slowly but um the shows are there trust me it's just we're working on a lot of different things and um make sure to check out super soul sunday this sunday as oprah has the um founder of whole foods on which is going to be kind of cool she's going to be having an intimate conversation with him as well so I want to thank you again so much, Ron, for being here, and uh, we're going to end the show with that song, Cherokee. Thank you, Holly. Always nice talking. You're so welcome. I love you, too, and, and, and give my best to Angela, and we will have you back on very shortly. Okay, I sure will. Here you All guys right. go. Have a great Take weekend. Care. You too. Bye-bye. been listening to Red Velvet Media with Holly Steffi. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time.